Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello, I'm Annie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. Welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hooray, we're outside, Elliot. It's hot in London. It's a lovely Wednesday afternoon. And I'm so thrilled because we've got an excellent guest. We have, yes. We have, so just saying we are outside. It might be a bit windy. There might be planes. There's probably be police sirens. We are near Catford. But, yeah. you know, the point is, as you say, we've got an amazing guest. It's Jane Sullivan. Oi, oi. Hey, oh, yes. <laughs> That's the enthusiasm that we like yes. on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Not going to lie, we've already uh, cracked open the white wine. So we're, we're feeling very relaxed here in Ellie's back garden. So we've yes. moved. So we used to record it in the lounge and we went to the loft the other day for our deep and meaningful podcast. And now we're just just casually relaxing in the garden. I like this. Well, because apparently we have to socially distance still so we can only meet outside with you, Jade, or Cam. We don't know what the rules are anymore, do Nobody you? Nobody knows the rules. They might as well go on the news and say, God knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's ask the Lord. Oh, my God. Just ask a clown. Oh, that's right. He's in charge of our country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anyone does feel like turning up with a couple of stone tablets walking down a mountain, I'd be quite grateful for some clarity, quite <laughs> frankly, but I don't really believe that would happen. Oh. But anyway, uh, Jade, why don't you introduce yourself? For the listener, who are you, Jade Sullivan? My name is Jade Sullivan. Um, my Instagram handle is the Sullivan's London. I am a mother of Afro Twins London um, and Little Miracle May. Um, the twins are eight. May is five. I am a wife. I am a creative entrepreneur. I am a writer. I'm quite strong and fabulous. I'm a loud, black, angry black woman. I have, in COVID, been quite busy. I have, um, with my husband, we have a family business now, which is CBD, Calibre Canna, Balance, Calm, Focus. Oh, I like that. Oh, yes. So we we did that with the kids um, on a chalkboard one day when my husband had been made redundant. So we've done that. Um, Also, just before COVID kicked off, got made redundant from a job, but was launching a, um, a an events company called Yellowcroft Events with my gay best friend John. Um, then COVID happened. Do you have um, to specify him because your gay best friend Ian gets jealous if you don't mention her? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I have got a few gay best friends. No, he's my very best one, right. and he's we're, my gay but very best gay best friend is called John as well. Oh, oh my god, maybe he's cheating on us, Jade. Oh my god, <laughs> you seeing more than one this woman. I have brought you together. <laughs> Outrageous. So we've been friends for like 20, 20 years. Um, so yeah, we're doing that. 
Um, and then I've also been doing something else with another friend of mine, which is called I- Isolationships. Um, and that is about um, people's experiences of lockdown. So having conversations online. And then that's turned into uncomfortable conversations. Ooh. Funny you should say that. <laughs> Can you tell by the noises we made there that we're very, very comfortable with that as a concept, Jade? Yeah. Can you tell? Yes, so that's I'm fine. So I'm quite used to having uncomfortable conversations. And I think that's my, why you may have got me here. I think so. I and and the fact that we fell in love over a dance floor as well. Can oh, we can we, we mention? Can we just, yeah. Let's big up Mums at Rave, oi oi, as we like to say. And um, we met you at this fantastic event which celebrates mums and getting fabulous and moving your body. Ah, oh, it's just brilliant. And that's how we initially made contact, wasn't it? Uh, it was love at first sight it over was. the dance floor. But I have actually stalked you for quite a while online. Excellent. Aww. That's <laughs> nice. We love a bit of online stalking. Yes, in the, um, in the right kind of way. Good. <laughs> yes. I haven't sent you my boob shots yet. Oh, oh. We'll wait for that. Second date material. I do that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a couple of glasses of white wine. Oh, we're nearly yeah. there then, darling. Good. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we've, we've known you for a few months and like we've met at Mums at Ray, but, you know, to chat yeah. to at a bar kind yeah. of thing. We follow each other, all of that. And then, yes, and Black Lives Matter and really took off. And, and you wrote this amazing article for Mother Pucker. Can you okay. summarise it for us? So, basically, what happened was George Floyd was god rest his soul rest in power king he was murdered and that was you know a very public murder lynching by a police officer who put his knee on his neck for nine minutes which i found extremely traumatizing i don't think i've actually watched the whole video because as you know we're all like glued to these things that are called phones in our hands all the time and this was going around and it was something that you couldn't really get away from and once you've seen that you can't really unsee it yeah very very traumatizing so basically that happened and I used to work in marketing and advertising now I follow 7,500 people now nobody isn't that the maximum is yes. it on Instagram yeah, I can't follow, follow anymore yeah. so if I'm not following you right now it's because I can't follow anymore I follow all these people and I love following mums. So I gave birth to twins in 2012 and my life as I knew it as a senior account manager in advertising and marketing before Instagram kind of started off. I was more in the Facebook arena so doing kind of what Instagram does but on Facebook. So I just find it very interesting to watch and um, with the like rise of mother's meeting put a lot of mums together I think Mm. and I've watched everybody like yourselves and a lot of other mums grow into these huge dynamic powerhouses of women and I just find it really interesting that we're kind of sharing stories and bringing people together and watching you grow and kind of conquer the world as Wonder Women. So basically I watched this tragic event happen and, and unfold like a horrible film that you can't turn off and then what I was seeing on social media is a lot of my black friends and family posting about it and how disgusted they were about it. But I was watching everybody, so I was just thinking, okay, but no white people are kind of posting about this. Now, I even watched... Kim Kardashian's going to come and kill me one day, isn't she? <laughs> She's actually waiting upstairs. I told you you were yeah. coming. So uh. I was even watching her stories because I just think it's quite interesting how she's got this huge platform of, like, what, 160 million nearly people following her. And she even just put it on stories and then continued to 
um, seller skims, her luxury um, sleepwear, luxury loungewear line. I just thought, have you not got enough money? Your children Mm. are black. Your husband's Kanye West. He's quite an outspoken black man. Do you not think you should speak about this in a bit more? Because it was quite a big event. Whereas I think pre-COVID, these kinds of things happen all the time in America. It's, you know, another hashtag, another life loss. But where in COVID, we're all kind of with our families, made to think about what's kind of important, health, family, shelter. Um, I just found it quite distressing that nobody was talking about it. And then I woke up one morning, that next morning, I just thought, the silence is deafening. And it was a poem. Yeah. And I got up mm. and I wrote a poem. I don't know if that's how you kind of write. You get up and you have an epiphany and you write. Not, not poems, usually a joke about my vagina. But I know where you're coming from, mate. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. It's a similar thing. I yeah. did feel it from my vagina area, yeah. kind of yeah. my womb. Yeah. This poem yeah. came from my womb. Anyone would say what you're writing about is slightly more important. <laughs> um, but who, who are we to judge, really? I would really? say everybody's vagina is very important. Yeah. Yes, yes <laughs> indeed. So basically, I got up that day and I, I wrote this poem, The Silence is Deafening, um, with my children in my arms, one twin, one little May. And it just expressed my feelings of what I felt. We are in a digital age where effectively we've all got our own TV shows on these, especially where Insta Live has really kicked off everyone and their mum and their dog's live right about now. I just thought that especially people with huge platforms should be using this to speak out about injustice, um, fight for change. Instead of maybe flogging us some goods, it might be good to talk about world change and how we can change the world for a better place for our children. Mm. And I was especially concerned as I've got a son um, who's eight and I've got a husband and I've got two children and what would happen if that happened to them. So... It was a very heartfelt poem. And then my Instagram page isn't pretty. It's whatever I think is going on. There's a lot of variety on there. It's like my clothes. I like a bit of everything. I had been speaking a lot about COVID-19 and the statistic that was saying black people are four times, or and BAME, but especially black Caribbean and black African people are four times more likely to die of COVID if they get it. And my friend, had, my teenage friend had died from COVID. I'd done some looking into it in depthly with an Umbilia initiative, which is a grassroots trying to help different black organisations. Um, but that wasn't even being talked about. Now, mm. if white people were four times more likely to die of covid i would have that would have been front page news i think boris would have spoken about it do you know what i mean and we'd all know that fact but um as the media is 90 percent white middle class male a lot of things aren't getting spoken about that need to be spoken about so i'd contacted um, mother pucker and I, I said to her, COVID, this is going to be great for your own flexible working campaign, isn't it, darling? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to be, you know, flexible great working. Great for business, Anna. I think, I think she engineered it. I think yeah. she left it out of that I lab in China. She, yeah. I think, I think we'll try it right yeah. back yeah. 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 So so she's got London. Any, no, yeah. Wuhan, mate. See if she's got any plane tickets to yeah, Wuhan. Exactly. I think she's been yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to check her out. We have to check her out. I don't really mean that Anna Whitehouse, just for legal reasons, unleashed COVID, just to be clear. But I know she's very litigious, isn't she? She is. She is actually a lawyer. Is in she? real life, oh, yeah. Shit, mate, why don't you stop me? Uh, I know, it's now. fun. <laughs> anyway, Jade, as you were saying. Yes. So basically, um, I contacted her about this COVID thing and because I was just like, who can I get? You know, like I've only got, I only at that time had like 1,000 followers and I'm like, nobody listens to little old me. Nobody's ever listened to little old me. But they're listening now. <laughs> um, so basically, I'd contacted her, you know, private message, said, it would be great if you could talk about this. And she said, you know what, Jade, we've got a pass the mic platform. 
and I'd like to pass the mic to you. So, and then George Floyd happened. I was like, oh, the silence is deafening. Then I wrote my piece. I stayed up all night because what had happened in that 24 hours is that people had started to talk. Um, the Black Square came out, which was originally, I think, Blackout Tuesday, which was originally by the music industry to say we're not kind of performing anymore. But then that prompted a lot of white, yellow, purple, whatever people, we're all human beings, to talk. I think that's a good thing. I think that actually race is a social construct made up by white men to put black people in boxes. There is no such thing as race. We are the human race. Out of everything, if we take nothing else away from it, that's what we need to remember. Mm. And, you know, we have cultures and we have, you know, we have a love of music. That's how we went over the dance floor. And we like black music. So our lives must matter. And, you know, I've heard a lot of stuff about this. Black Lives Matter is a political movement and maybe it's funded by maybe unsavory people. I haven't really looked into it. But to me, it's not about politics. It's about my friends, my family and human beings Mm. and how we are all treated and if we can talk about menopause if we can talk about flexible working if we can talk about gay rights transsexual rights then black lives do matter and they matter to me every day because that is my friends and family Mm. Uh, that was one of the going back to what you're about the music that was one of there were many but one of the lines that really uh, stood out in your brilliant article and sort of got me in the heart was where you said look you you like our music you like our culture you like our food you like our fashion um but you're ignoring our pain and I was like ah like so yeah so I'm interested as well to hear you say I'm interested to hear you say that you think the blackout Tuesday thing was a good thing because I know there's been a lot of criticism and people saying it was just an easy way for white people to kind of look like they give a shit do you know what I mean I I think my I worked in the music industry and I had I saw racism in the music industry I think that there is a lot of, through history, there's been a lot of using black music and using, you know, making top stars and then they kind of, who's owns, who owns the music industry? Well, it's kind of a lot of white, middle-class, rich men. And, that, and then that's also a thing. We're not to be fetishized. We're not, you know, just exotic objects for your enjoyment. You know, racism exists every day, like when my husband goes out and white men might cross the street if he's in a hoodie. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's everyday things, you know. People can't get the right jobs. Um, Black women are five times more likely to die in childbirth. Wouldn't that be front-page news if it was white women? Black people do need equality. And they just need fairness. And it's, it's not only this country. And I think, I suppose maybe what people won't understand is this something that happened to America. It's not happening here. But actually, this is something that, impacts black people every day because mm. there's you know with Stephen Lawrence this is what I, mean. I don't know how people say I'm, I'm from South East London Stephen Lawrence is a huge part of me even as a white person that was yeah. a huge part of my growing up and it had yeah. a huge impact yeah. on me and you know and I don't have a black son I don't have to sit here and worry about no. as much him yeah. going to a bus stop do you know what I mean yeah. so I don't I find it. I find it enraging. But as you've a white grown up person, in Peckham darling I did grow up in Peckham mate yeah I'm rough as fucking guts but <laughs> do you know what I mean I find it enraging. I cannot imagine what it must be like to be a black person and, and hear people say, oh, there's no racism. Oh, we're all mates. I don't see colour. It's all yeah. done. What are you talking I don't see, about? I don't see colour. That's one of my favourites. Oh, Absolutely. I've got a black mate. That's another one of my favourites. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's people not wanting to really face it. Yeah. They don't want to know. They don't want... They no, don't... because it kind of suits. You know, if I was a white middle class 
you know, woman with a lovely house and a dog and three, three beautiful blonde children. It doesn't really affect me because I can go about my life and have a happy life. But actually, a bit spiritual and human now, mm. we are all connected mm. and it does affect you because you'd have a problem if there was nobody delivering your mail. Mm. If you've, why, why do you think that COVID is affecting these black people? Because we're all the bloody workers. Yeah. We haven't got the luxury of maybe working from It's home. all front line. Mm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And that is due to racism because maybe we can't get the jobs that we are supposed to get. And that is a systemic system that white people are actually benefiting from. Mm. And it's just enough is enough. Like, as we can see from the news, as we can see from the government and society, there's a lot of stuff that needs to change. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of lies going on. Mm. I mean, I was actually shocked that a lot of people didn't know about Jane Elliott and her brown eye blue eye test and i showed um a, a map of the world where she says the map of the world's wrong mm. but i knew this 20 years ago but it's like i've had like i don't know nearly thirty thousand views on it because maybe people didn't know that i i, think, I, I would say I, I knew it and yeah obviously that makes me a great person yeah, but, yeah but to be that. honest with you the only reason i did know about her and her work and i knew about the thing about that was because um from Oprah, from watching, yes, 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 she watching Oprah, Oprah yeah, yeah, yeah. as, as mm. a kid. And I, it stuck in my... I remember it because seeing that thing of the map and how big Africa actually is compared to... Absolutely, as like a 10-year-old, whatever it was, yeah, blew yeah. my mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, why wasn't I taught that it's in school? It's very odd, isn't it? And why haven't I explained that to my kids? I know that, and I've been lazy, to be honest, Jade. I've been lazy, and I've not sat down and thought properly about, you know... it strange that she was actually on Oprah? So Oprah's the the black billionaires and yeah. she's like one of the stars that have made it but that's like one in millions yeah um but isn't it strange that even her teaching so she's been teaching she's a teacher from the 60s and 70s and martin luther king and all those were her friends that got killed but imagine her she's been teaching this and nobody's actually listened yeah but she's still doing it bless yeah. her socks i'd love to meet her we She's, should get her on. Yeah, get her yeah. On. Yeah. Oh, let's no, give let's her a call. On, we can't get Kim Kardashian on now because of what Jade said. So that, no, that's that plane is safe. I am trying to like bump her over. That's why I call myself the Sullivans. Move over the Kardashians. The Sullivans are coming through. <laughs> In they come. Um, one of the things I think is is just been so um, powerful about what's happened, and and obviously off the back of the worst tragedy, a loss of human life, is that I've seen on WhatsApp in school. The, the conversations that should have happened many years ago. Like yeah, there they is, are there, uncomfortable conversations. They are. There is racism in my school. Yeah. There's and racism then, everywhere. And, and the parents are sort of saying, no, this happened to my child, this happened to my daughter, and she was picked on because she is brown-skinned, and she is upset, and there's very uncomfortable conversations. Like, oh, no, there's no racism in our class. They and, always and, say that. And, I think they and then, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, and then... But then hands have been raised and we have to face that. Yeah. And I think that is so powerful and so important. And also the fact that you, we're having these conversations with our children and they're listening. And they don't. And, and I think for a lot of children, they don't understand the hatred because I don't think children are inherently no. haters. Like, no. And I just remember having a conversation with my son the other day. He said, mummy, the black mummies must be very sad and scared. Uh, and he well, was just are, sort of... We are. Yeah. You know, I think, I think it's really... It, it's it's been there it's just that we we have to yeah. face it i think it's it's been there forever mm. um our ancestors went through it but i am a i am a grandchild of a slave that survived wow. and our history is not slavery 
it, it, but that's what we're taught in school. Mm. Our history is of kings and queens. Do you know that the first remains of a woman is called Lucy because she's named her for Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Beatles? Yeah. But she was a black woman. Mm. She should be called Beyonce. That's what we're saying. <laughs> she's, you know, she's the queen get, of get all, deep all women. Uh, like, we have Black History Month, don't we? But yeah. actually, black history is history. Mm, there yeah. should be no definition. Everything needs to change. Mm. Because even queuing up for Primark... I'm, not, I'm a lover of Primark knickers. Do you know what I mean? Like, who doesn't love a pair of slippers for a pound? Oh. But then there is also... That is racist as well, because, you know... Where does that unsustainable fashion come from? That fast fashion. Who made them? So Mm. I think, although this is very traumatic for black women, for black men, their lives are always traumatic on a daily basis because things can happen all the time. And I've experienced racism in childbirth of the twins. I nearly died. I was left to um, birth alone. I've had mental health issues. I'm diagnosed with bipolar. I do not know if I actually believe that. But even if I am, all of these things have stigmas with them. There's, you know, stereotypes and stigmas to being an angry black woman or the crazy mixed race girl or whatever that stigma is or Helen's size 18, but who gives a fuck? Do you know Mm. what I mean? We are all beautiful people and we need to be respected and treated as such. And I would go so far as to say that maybe what about if we were just raceless? All the boxes were dismantled. All of the boxes. I don't care if you're a lesbian, you're, you like dressing up, you're bisexual, transsexual, black, white, yellow, purple, blue. We're all human beings and we deserve equality. I find that an easy concept to get my head around. Um, I think I find it difficult, the idea to imagine a sort of raceless world just because I know what humans are like. Yeah, so I mean, it's culture, there's, you know, there's, there's, I, I don't think there's anything wrong in culture because obviously mm. I can see why people were getting upset about their, their old statues being torn down. And there is a thing about being cr- proud of your culture. Now, I'm, I'm multicultural, mm. so I'm of mixed heritage. My dad's Jamaican. Um, in Jamaica, you have... Um, are saying out of, out of one many people so they've got Chinese, Indian, white, black all, all the you know mixing pot um, my mum is blonde hair, blue eyes like you um, so I have been brought up with a, a kind of rainbow mind you know my half of my family is white half is black we've got Tyron's got the biggest mixed heritage family the world has to wake up now and see that actually the mixed heritage people are the fastest growing people. Mm. Because and, of, and you mentioned that in your article, yeah. saying in, in, in a few years' yeah, time. In 30 years' time, America, that, that population will grow. In the world, the that dominant, population yeah. will grow. Mm. It was just that the world and our climate's changed, so you've got your fairer skin and I've got my darker skin. It's a mm. bit of melanin. Yeah. So why should that make me mm. five times more likely to die in childbirth and less likely to get a good job? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like what sense. you said about embracing for me I like embracing ourselves embracing our differences and our cultures and I, I wonder if it's and it's, it's interesting as a white Australian looking back at oh, well you've got your aboriginal problems there babe absolutely absolutely and uh, there have been 400 deaths in custody of aboriginal people and there have been zero prosecutions mm-hmm. so that's that's that is an enormous problem. That's, I mean, it's all the time, every day. Every and day. That person was 
George Floyd was one that was filmed. So yeah. what about all of the people in Africa, Australia, England? Yeah. They don't get filmed. We are facing it. We are we are witnessing it and we're confronting it. And um and but what I mean what I find really difficult is is this rise of everyone gets their point of view. So you see in the media and on the radio like, well we've had the voice of the anti racists. Now it's time for the racists to have their opposing no, it view. Isn't. It's not and, and it's, it's and not it's, a children's party, it's not it's, it's not, not past the parcel. It's not, it's not past, the, past a racist parcel. That's and this, how that, that works. that's what I find I mean, and that's where the patriarchy and the white people are winning when they're going, well, everyone has to have their opinion. It's like, not if that opinion is really fucking wrong and is damaging and is hurtful. Mm. Well, it's hurtful and it's so traumatic. I mean, I can see it from both sides of the coin. Um, My mum worked in, like, travel. My dad was a carpenter. He was one of, like... He came over here when he was eight, a Jamaican, but he was one of the first... I saw a picture of him the other day. He was the only black boy in his school. (laughs) But he was one of the first, like, black guys to go to a college... Um, studying like carpentry and art and design and stuff so I've got quite a different maybe view than maybe a white woman from Surrey has on the world Um, but the trauma for black women and I obviously can only peek to myself but of my family and friends it's a very kind of guttural kind of scared for what's to come because I feel like it's kind of like a people's war mm-hmm. and I had like a vision of this kind of happening because I I might be a bit mad or a bit touched or a bit psychic I don't know but all rise our eyes are open now like this is the time for change and the time is now there's mm. no putting all this stuff back in the box now is it? it's like everything's out isn't it I think it must be difficult for white women that maybe haven't experienced it or thought about it because it doesn't affect them and obviously also quite traumatic in that knowing if you delve into your history the atrocities that have happened so that's quite a traumatic thing to actually face and look in the mirror at Mm. you know and if you look around and think oh well maybe if I was black maybe I wouldn't have this house or maybe do you know what I mean like it's a different Mm. it's questioning everything isn't it it's quite unsettling yeah Yeah. quite covid's quite unsettling you know Mm -hmm. like everything's quite unsettling right now it's a kind of roller coaster that we're going through and what effects does that have on our mental health Mm. you know i had a horrific mental health experience when i had may after the twins were premature they left me to birth alone and then i had may and they pierced her stomach with a feeding tube and tried to cover it up and then i went for some um, perinatal advice i went down there she hadn't read my notes I had to explain my life history in about 45 minutes and she said at the end of it you're bipolar I said I could have told you that I stormed out went to breastfeed my baby because they pierced her stomach and then I got sectioned wow so that was in the sliding doors hospital of Chelsea and Westminster hospital but I will be writing a film about that Oh, yes, brilliant. you will. Yes, babes. Can yes, we, you will. Not, not to make it about us, but can we be in it? Can we just be extras in <laughs> can it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fussy. Can I, can I, can I, I be the bedpan nurse or something really, really <laughs> cool like that? <laughs> I look very nice. Yes. Got me big jugs and me yes. cuddling yeah. arms. Oh, casting going on. So being sectioned, that must have been incredibly traumatic. You, yes. I had twins. I had a baby. They said I could go to North London. I'm in Pimlico. I, I dealt with it like a queen. I call everyone queens. Mm. And 
And the reason I say that is the Queen don't... She just carries on, don't she? She just waves and just carries on and keeps her family together and anything that happens with her family, she'll deal with it properly. Mm. Well, by any well, means by any means listen, necessary, but we won't... I could tell you my that. views about the Queen, but I feel no. like this is not the right... No, it's, but it's we a story you know, for another time. She it's looks after her time. family. That's not in disrespect. Mm. Yeah, right, mm. her children. By any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how I dealt with it. Mm. And the woman at the end said to me, you've dealt with this really good. And then... I started getting um, post-traumatic stress disorder and having flashbacks and stuff because they made me take some drugs. I hadn't been on drugs for eight years because I've been trying to get pregnant and I had IVF and blah, blah, blah. And then I, I kind of, I, I came off social media that sure. made me very depressed because I was the angry black, black woman for a long time. Me and my husband got counselling and we worked through it because the family to me is the most important thing of everything and which we see in covid you know, that's what I'm doing. I am the queen and I'm keeping my strong black family together. And that's what I will continue to do by any means mm. necessary. And if that means having uncomfortable conversations and speaking to white women and making them uncomfortable for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, yeah. you know, having those conversations, you know, not with you probably, Helen, because you dealt with it in Peckham, but those people oh, inside but, but, no, I, but I understand I will never understand no, Jane. I understand I'll never really but know you can have empathy. And I'm always op- I, I think I can have definitely sympathy mm-hmm. and I what I try and what I've been thinking about a lot and trying to work on a lot is 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 to be open and to listen yeah and to try I'm trying not to do that thing of oh tell me how to be better tell me five things that I can tick off a list and then that proves to you I'm not a racist and then I can yeah, go I've, to sleep at night and not worry about it it's like, just a, I think in this new world that we're living in and this new world that we're going into we're going to have to have uncomfortable conversations and we're going to have to have those talks with our children what a perfect time we're all locked in we haven't got nothing else to do so we can have that time with our families to have those conversations and I do think it is a it's just having those conversations having those conversations with your husband I mean my husband raised a really good point which I put online the other day is how does it feel if your daughter your blonde hair, blue-eyed daughter or son is five or ten now and in 15, 10, 15 years' time they fall in love with not a light skin acceptable, you know, black boy or girl, but a really dark-skinned one. How does that feel in your stomach? Now, you don't have to answer me. My, my first, just so you know I'm a good person, my first boyfriend was black. He was called Junior. And uh, he said to me once, I'm in a oh, gang. So was mine. Oh, wait. Oh. Was he from South London? Oh, no. No, no. no. Okay. He said to me once, I'm in a gang. And I went, you're not in a bloody gang. And he said, no, I'm in a gang. And he said, I said, what's it called? He said, I can't tell you because you'll laugh. And I I said, no, go on. He said, it's the Woolwich Ninjas. (laughs) And I laughed. I wonder if they're still going. Have they got got a Facebook page? How does it work with gangs? It could be a grime group. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So what I'm saying is I'm a good person. That's what I'm saying today. But um, no, I I, I hear you. I'm actually quite scared of you that you're actually... I'm from West London, darling. You're quite scary to me because you're from Peckham and Dirty South. She's so fucking rough. She's actually grimy and drinking from a bottle right now. Yeah, of course. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I think, we're, you know, life is a, you know, roller coaster, and, you know, COVID is a roller coaster, and, but what brings you back is the teachings that you have for a child that you mm-hmm. hope that whatever you've instilled in them, yeah. they can come back to. Yeah. And, you know, with you know the national health service as it is is not great and all of these services are not great and you know they're struggling because everything's struggling everything's under crisis so we do have to fall back on family but what if your parents or your family's not there for you and then what does that mean for you when you have a child at 16 or do you know what I mean there Mm. are repercussions Mm. on society again yeah so I think it is for society to help build a, a broken society and deal with this Black Lives Matter and I'm still waiting for the Queen to speak on it as the head mm. of the Commonwealth because you spoke on um, COVID yeah. you spoke on COVID and she also spoke when the lady died who sang who she lived to 103 oh Vera Lynn yeah she spoke on Vera Lynn which is lovely good yeah. Vera Lynn you know Wonder Woman extraordinaire but you're the head of come the Commonwealth. On. Come on, speak, lady. Yes. These are your people. Fucking yes. We've I built I, everything. The wealth has come from, yeah. from slaves. Like, that's it. And, and all the hard work of black people when my grandparents came over just after Windrush to rebuild your country after the war, my darling. We're yeah. not even talking about Africa, India and everything else we've got going on. Mm. And, and, you know, those stolen jewels and all the oh. stuff in the British Museum. And I love and yeah. people who, who, we, who were invited looting. here and yeah. who are now being sent back. It's just... Oh, well, don't even get me started on the Let's, I can't. We're all no, but it's, it's, it's still too much. It's a lot of stuff. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, you know, we're not being and very we talk, jovial, are we? No, no, but I mean, it, it, when we talk about being spiritual, <laughs> well, it doesn't feel jovial. It's like, no, and, and well, rage. Feel jovial. My, my therapist keeps saying you're allowed to be angry. You don't have you well, don't yeah. have to smooth it over, and I think that's our sometimes yeah. our our role as mothers and as women. Everything's fine, darling. I'll yes. make it nice. Yes. Don't you worry. Don't don't get angry. Don't get you know. And I think that that again that is the role the patriarchy when women don't get angry and like well, oh she's a fierce, you raise fierce a woman. Very good point because I heard a lady speak and I forget her name but I can put it on the notes. Um, a black lady who's a very high up PR woman who's worked with Jay Z and all of those kind of people and has her own PR and is her own powerhouse in her own right. Um, she she spoke to Ad Week in America mm-hmm. and she was supposed to go on and have this speech prepared and talk about whatever she was supposed to do. 20 minutes before she changed the whole speech, she said, I am the angry black woman. Now that hit me. Mm. It hit me in my womb, in my heart, in my mind because actually I've been fighting against that stereotype my whole fucking life yeah. and I thought was it when I just started the music industry was it when I entered the design industry and I was the only black woman was no it's my whole life mm. Mm. you know but to own something isn't it it's to own that you're a size 18 it's to own that I'm the angry black woman it's to own that Helen wears glasses and she don't give a shit do you know what I mean it's ownership yeah. of it gives power yeah and 
power and equality, it, everything is related. Mm-hmm. I think as women especially, because men stole the shit in the world, don't they? Let's be honest. Some men. Some not, men, okay. We, men. God love them. God <laughs> love them. My husband's feeding me, to be fair. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag love most men, but some of them bastards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we only have 5% men who live, listen to the podcast, and, and those men are usually gay, no, no. nice, lovely people. Or, or straight men who just fucking get it. That's really all I ask. I don't care where you yeah, well, put your penis. Are the ones, those are the ones who are going to make the changes. Those are the ones. Right. Those are the. Those are the people that I'd like to get through to because they hold the, a lot of the power yeah. you know like you know we're as women doing our thing but men do hold a lot of purse strings and power and you know wealth and power in the world in general like they're mm. fucking a lot of shit up but they can make a change in, in the same regard all of these isms and schisms and racism or they all just need to be quashed and turned mm. over and just start a new leaf and let's just start the world should we just blow it up and start again Oh, Might be sounds, easier. Maybe turn it off and on again. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> It's like a film we can't turn off at the moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like every day you think, oh, oh no, it got worse. Sit, yeah. yeah and, but, then, but then I'm quite thankful that I don't live in America right now. Because old Trumpy, he's trumping everything. So just, he's got his fake tan. Because oh we do God. like a bit of fake tan. We don't want to be black, but we do like a bit of fake tan. It's all a bit crazy. It is. And and to be honest, I'm not very good at fake tan, Jade. And I've talked about this. I saw on the that experience. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had two tone boobs. I think you should just um I just let it go. Just just say accept my whiteness. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> just I, I gave up years ago. I was just oh. like once I had a boyfriend who told me I reminded him of Nicole Kidman because I was so pale and I was like, That's it, I'm never oh, going near the bloody sub- <laughs> She's fake gorgeous, tan again. But there there's some issues there. Oh, there's there? a lot going on there. Oh. Uh, yes, not that you can tell. Unlike her, it. of course, I can move my forehead. Oh. So it's. Oh, well, I've, I've, I don't not think I'll be entering a Botox condition. party. Oh, have you had the Botox? No, I day? haven't. Obviously not. I've got my mum's frown lines, but I'm not opposed to it. I'll give it a go. I'll give anything a go. That's probably half my problem. <laughs> I hope your husband doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Actually, take that back to her. <laughs> She'll give some things a go some of the oh. time. <laughs> Oh, so so here we are. So just to explain where we're where we're speaking now, it's like sort of towards the end of June. So it's been a few weeks since George Floyd's murder. How how are you feeling now in terms of optimism, Jay? Do you think this really is going to be a catalyst for change? Or yes, yeah. I mm. think I am always a very positive person, even when I was locked in a mental hospital. So I'm a very positive person. I think that this is a change that was much needed in the world. Mm. We're constantly glued to these things that are phones. So if we can't use these phones for change and educating ourselves and our children, what are we even here for? That's what I've really um, appreciated now is that the youth, the youth are rising in terms of yes. everyone's going, oh, they're so apathetic and all they care yeah. about is their hair and they're selfies. Very clever. We have to look to... Well, if you speak to any five-year-old, they're actually probably more clever than us. <laughs> more, especially <laughs> yeah. my, my little milk I don't know, mine reason. just regurgitates fucking Paw Patrol. It's absolute fucking <laughs> oh, nonsense. Yeah, and there's that. Gibberish. What does he call me? I came in the other day. What? The Megazord? No. Oh, what's it? He called... Oh, that's what I call you. That's yeah, right. You're not sorry. here. <laughs> Oh, Pete. Is that when you get that Mega- strap on? Yeah. <laughs> I hide the pickled onions, the Megazord's coming round. She's got the Megazord out again. Oh, God. Oh, gold. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, but I think the fact that we're having the frank conversations with our children that our parents, well, your parents did, but my parents never did, yeah. that we have to challenge what, what's already here. I think we have here. to challenge everything right yeah. now. I think we have to challenge what we're seeing on the TV, on the news. And I also think that it's not to say if I don't agree with everything that you say that some of your points aren't valid and you can't share that information. I think it is about share. Oh, look at the Robin Redbreast. 
sorry. Oh, hello. That's a good sign. It is a great sign. As my dad once said, oh, I thought they flew south for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they'd just come out Christmas. They come to see how I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, when it gets nice and warm, they fuck off. Dad, yeah. that's right. But I think, you know, the, you know, if the Robbie Redfords had a view, right. their view is different to what I see and your view is different, you know, but we all have, we are all put on this earth for a reason. We all have different views and experiences. We need to share these to the best of our ability to change the world. That is our responsibility as mothers, as human beings, even if you don't have children, to make this world baby survive. Maybe this is why it is, because the robins needed to be out in summer. Never seen a robin red breast in the summer have before. You not? Hmm. No. It's not a bit about. I don't come to South London <laughs> often. Oh, it's a world of wonders. <laughs> Why would they leave? They've oh got, they got rosé and birds. Oh, they've got the Bromley Glades. Why would they go anywhere else? <laughs> I hope or am so. I going a bit godly? No. I did, I did actually ask the vicar if he'd give the Jesus a lick of paint. Oh, you like give, give, give him a bit of a towel? Yeah, I go to, we go to St. Peter's of Eaton Square and I did email that to the vicar. Although the vicar did work with privileged people in oxford university and he's quite open right he didn't say he'd actually do it but he did, he's not he's not he didn't so say you, no do you want to make the statue of jesus black which we it's just a bit brown yeah just yeah. a little bit of color it was from the middle east jade some fake i'm gonna hedge a guess that like me you grew up watching the like a prayer video quite a lot i'm guessing that babes that was my vision when i was in, <laughs> in the church last time i was getting told off by one of the godly people for taking photos i thought of banksy coming in <laughs> and yeah i was madonna <laughs> Maybe we should just do it next we Sunday. Do it. Let's, let's go do it. In. Let's see. We'll get, both get go. scaffolding up. We'll both yeah. go dressed as Madonna with a yeah. tin of paint. Yeah. Let's sort, sort it. Out. Let's I'm into it. it. I'm into oh it. Can I process. Instagram live this? We go. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it done. Also, you can call the lawyer when we get arrested. <laughs> it'll, be fine. Uh, it'll be great. Oh, oh dudes! I, I feel like with everything, haven't we? I feel nourished. I feel. I feel. Thank you, Jade. Because I feel lifted up. But you know, you know, like Marilyn Monroe and Ella Fitzgerald. You know, they were best friends. And that's what I was saying to Mother Pucker, so she might be pissed off that I'm sort of saying this to you as well. But she brought people to the club to hear Ella, and we are sisters, yeah. and there is a thing of sisterhood, and we're all queens. And we, and like we said, we met you across the dance floor, you know. Oh, well, yeah. I yes. met darling. We've, we've listened to True Blue, do you know all the words? Uh, we were listening to the car yesterday. I like when we were listening to the car yesterday. And, and, she talks about basically she's a bit of a slag. She's like, I've kissed all these geezers, yeah, I've done all this but stuff. Madonna's but Madonna's free for everybody and equality. I'm respect listen, to Madonna. I'm but very, I don't, very... I don't condone taking babies from Africa. No. I'm not coming from Madonna. I love you. Yeah, you don't condone, but you do condone painting statues in churches illegally. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm up for it. Doing just it do next it. week. Just, do it, mate. just live your it. truth, Jay. That's yeah. what we're saying. And I'm very, very, I'm very flattered by the Ella Fitzgerald, Marilyn, and Anna. We're not, though, mate. We're no. like Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, we are. Like, we are. Yeah. I, imagine, I don't know I, if we Ella love was Laurel friends Hardy, with them. Yeah. But I know I can interchange between my. I actually went to um, Palm Springs to try and Marilyn my rose dresses. That was one of my fortes. Wow. Yeah. So it's like. Fuck. How do you, you know? Do what? You can't just draw. I just speak to people, babe. I just make BBFs, <laughs> best friends forever, everywhere oh I go. Oh, God. Oh, you've oh. Been, Jade's coming back on the podcast, isn't she? She's not trying on my cat suit. That's why she's here. <laughs> do we have time? I think we, we've just got time for a quick scummy mummy confession. Surely you've got a, a, a mummy confession to share, Jade. You're a mother of twins and another one. Cleaning things with wet wipes? Yeah. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Go for it. Tell, so you, okay, what so, can't you clean with a wet wipe? <laughs> Weren't wet wipes designed to clean? 
Oh, that, yeah, you need them forever until oh. they're about 21, I think. We have a question in our show sometimes. We ask the audience, we say, um, put your hand down if you've never cleaned your clothes with a wet wipe. And there's always one person who mm. puts their hand down. I'm like, you go to the dry cleaner, you're a fucking millionaire. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. We've if something it, right? needs dry cleaning, I don't go. It stays no, in the washing basket. It's still no, in the just, washing basket from 2006. It's exactly. Um, it's, it's an oxymoron. How is it clean if it's not got wet? It doesn't mean anything. So what? Yeah, I clean with baby wipes. I don't actually, I don't clean often enough to be fair my husband i'm just as disgusting how i'm a scummy mummy yes! that's all we need to know we already love you i, so do, you're I drink wine you're oh, yeah i'd hate cleaning and what more do you need to know uh, normally at this point in the podcast we plug some shit don't we we've got no shows to plug we've got a shop scummy mummy oh yeah. okay if i'd like to plug some things What's so yellow croft events is my um business with my gay best friends oh yeah we Called are John, who's we, also we, ellie's best friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, basically we have launched our events company we can do corporate parties um, weddings bar mitzvahs children's pamper parties second second instagram rewards second second marriages helen i think we should renew our vows (gasps) oh my god oh my god i can have a divorce party i think you should divorced can you do that for me husband might be about no, that's mine. This is that's, my house. No, that's, 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 that's Ellie's right. husband. You might tell. You might tell her husband. No, no, no. no it's no, fine. Knows, I am yeah. getting divorced. <laughs> She's literally getting divorced. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah about about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a celebration. Cheers to that. <laughs> Yes, I think you should have a divorce party yes. at which you okay. and I, yeah, just yes. to make it about me, renew our vows. Yes, yeah, a Yellow Croft events divorce party. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's okay. said and yeah. done. We've got it on recording. Yeah. Um, you should definitely buy um, Calibacana CBD if you want to be balanced, calm and focused, which we all need right I, now. I need it, mate. I need it. And I then like you should to, definitely watch my film. How much is a gram? <laughs> oh, I'll ask Tyrone. Um, I'll ask Tyrone that. I'll get you his number. Don't no, worry wait, about CBD, that. So it's, we have to call Tyrone and ask him properly because he could speak. And he bores me to death with it. <laughs> but um, it's a natural, you know, it's, it's based from the cannabis part, but it has none of the THC, which is the kind of hallucinogenic stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's all of the goodness. But if you think about it, it's a natural plant from the earth. So it can't really be bad for what myself. What poisonous mushrooms? Oh, we're not talking about magic mushrooms. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, then. Right. We're not in Peckham now, darling. We're not in the park with cider. Um, so, so basically, it's good for sleep. It's good for wellness. Excellent. So, yeah. Um, so you can speak to Tyrone about that. And then wait for my film, Crazy in Love, which I'm writing, which might take a while with children who keep disturbing my peace. But yeah. This I is can't Jane. wait. Oh my god! Which you, again, you've committed to on this podcast. We're going to be extras in, correct, Jane? Yeah. yeah. Right. You're the ne- I'm the nurse. Actually, I'm the nurse. <laughs> you, could look, you look can like I, a sister, don't I was you? Gonna say, can she I be a patronising doctor? <laughs> I feel yes. like I've got patronising yes. doctor in all She does a good white coat, Ellie. Perfect casting. Look over the. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're, you're fine, yeah. Dad. If yeah. you're a I'm, white, you're person. not feeling black pain. Yeah, <laughs> you're a black woman. You don't feel pain. Yeah. I think you're fine. Then if you're a white person, you'll be getting better treatment. Uh, yeah. It's your own fault. Oh uh, get God, out of my you're hospital. good. Yeah, no. Okay, we speak. Oh, now I'm frightened much. now. No. Oh, God, maybe I'm too good. Oh my God, oh, God. we're workshopping this God. racism really well. Oh my God. <laughs> Frightening. Don't ever you might cut that out. Right, so we go. Um, I right. like it, keep it in. So we're gonna we we're gonna finish. But this has been amazing, Jade. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming over here. All the way from southwest to south east London. Oh, I mean, right. I Across the epic. river for you, darling. Shit. Oh, fuck me. I know. Yeah. But it was very sunny and it's very beautiful over here. So oh, yeah. Oh, all right. I'm a West Join London the tourism girl. board. Um, <laughs> 
can I, I'd like to ask you a thing, and if you want to say no, that's fine. Go, I'll go, just cut this ahead. bit out. That's fine. So normally we now play the theme music, right? Yeah. And it's all jolly, and then after we play a stupid little outtake. And you talked about your poem earlier, and yeah. I was wondering if you might read your poem. Oh yeah. And for once, out. we'll have a serious outtake. Oh, but I think it'd be lovely. Oh. What do you think? Do you know what? Because we're changing the world. We're changing things yeah. up. Yeah. Okay, well, we could well, do no, that. No, but no, only no, if you... no, you're positing this as now we're going to fix racism by making her read a poem. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just asking Jade. Oh, if, if that's something... that simple. Shoot, if only. If but only. Can we, okay, we'll do, do a deal because I'm a deal making person. If you do a Wonder Woman 12 with me. Yeah, it's done. All right, we're going. Us like turning around in one room costume is the same as doing a very meaningful poem about racism which you've written. That's the same. (laughs) I'll take that deal. I'll absolutely take the deal. I have to find it. All right. right. Thank you, Jade. You've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much. (laughs) I love you, girls. I love you. you We're scummy mummies together. (laughs) Of course we are. Yes, we are. See you on church on Sunday. (laughs) Cue the music. So this is my poem. The silence is deafening. The silence is deafening. The inequality is there. The silence says to me that you do not care. The angry black woman, finally, someone owned it. Like the elephant in the room, it's out for all to see. You see, no one is speaking. And to me, that shows indifference. Why aren't you enraged like me? Because your skin's not black or brown like me? Because this world, it suits you in your white nuclear family? This is not our problem. We cannot fight this alone. Because I've woken crying for my golden children... And all the shit I've faced. I don't want it for them. It's everywhere we go. It's schools, it's jobs, it's hospitals. The streets. The danger. Every corner of the globe. You're the only ones that can change this. We've been waiting for years. So here we are. Still waiting for you all to feel enraged. Yet I still hear nothing. Let's not rock the boat. You don't know what to say. Dig deep and find the words. Jade Sullivan, 29th of the 5th, 2020. The silence is deafening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.